0: This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics in Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, I'm Alex with Douche. I'm watching a movie where we talk through the entire movie. You listen to the edited feed, where who would have thought two distracted people podcasting would lead to a lot of dead air? So, this is just the good parts, you know, you listen to it on the car or whatever. If you want to listen to the full movie and use this as a commentary track, check out our other feed, Shh, I'm Really Watching a Movie, really is the added word, get it? Okay, anyway, let's start the show. Hello.
1: Hi. (laughs) Welcome to
0: Shh, I'm Watching a Movie.
1: Uh, It's Wednesday.
0: Yeah,
1: I was telling Alex about the Michael Jackson documentary.
0: You, I, you, you, the the sentence you just said before I hit record is, I mean, R. Kelly's a true psychopath. Michael Jackson's different.
1: Well, he's a different kind of psychopath. <laughs> this is gonna make me sound weird. No, because R. Kelly used violence, and Michael Jackson didn't, and that's what's um, he he brainwashed them. I, I equate him to a cult leader if you will oh. because he was very actually but cult leaders get eventually violent most of them yeah. michael jackson was very loving the kids felt love for him and still feel love for him
0: i feel like
1: or the people that they interviewed maybe not all the kids
0: i feel like it's rare but you do have stuff like a munchausen syndrome it's probably closer to or what's the it michael called the, um uh,
1: when you get kidnapped uh, Stockholm. Stockholm syndrome maybe.
0: Stockholm syndrome goes the other way, but you start. It, but like to, to say that you're trying to create a Stockholm syndrome is like a a ra- like that. That I've never heard of. Okay. Of like tr- of like I'm capturing someone with the express purpose of being like I will make them love me in the capture. Is like there's people who capture people being like, well, they won't leave because if they leave, like if I open the door, they'll leave. Yeah. Uh, like, th- there's I think most people who like hold women in rooms aren't expecting them to eventually love them. Whereas it's interesting the idea like Michael Jackson is I guess
1: Michael Jackson treated these kids like a boyfriend mm. It was that and that's what makes you Shudder and he normalized it mm. That's what he was, he was and that's what I mean by like a brainwashing cult leader is he kept being like this is you're my best Friend mm-hmm. to this seven-year-old and this is what friends do mm-hmm. And so if you're a seven-year-old, but and then and, and he also like brainwashed the parents anyways no spoilers, if you guys want to watch a documentary where there's literally nothing revelatory about it, because it's like, yeah, yeah, we who, knew yeah, we all know all of this, but it is um, really well made.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: the The documentarians are are good. I don't know who they are, but they're good, and. Uh, Don't watch it first thing in the morning doing laundry, I'll say.
0: (laughs) Well, that has nothing to do with what we're about to talk about. Uh,
1: Yeah, because guess what? It's a me pick this week. Thank God. No, I actually really liked Ex Machina.
0: (laughs) It's a good movie. Yeah, I
1: liked Ex Machina. We're doing Keeping the Faith. Yeah. Now, this may be our least downloaded episode to date.
0: It will be, yes.
1: Because this is the most random romantic comedy that literally I don't think I've ever even talked out loud to anyone about it.
0: I, I feel like you brought it up and your sisters were like, or Mina or someone was like, the fuck are you doing? That? Vanessa, my sister, yeah, Vanessa, yeah.
1: the one who made us go see this movie. Cause she loved Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. Cause I think I was like in grade seven when I saw this. Mm-hmm. Okay. here are some things that I enjoy about keeping the faith. Ben Stiller. I am going list. through a real Ben Stiller moment right now where okay. I am highly attracted to him. Watched reality bites. I don't know. I just got to deal with whatever that those feelings are. <laughs> um, uh, it also is like classic New York. I feel okay. like Ed Norton is heavily influenced by the man who I apparently have to mention every episode. Uh, sorry, Woody Allen. Okay. Uh, and, and it's just about, okay. Do you know what the, the plot is, Alex? No, not a clue. You ready? Yeah. Ed Norton is a priest. Oh, great. Ben Siller is a rabbi. Yeah. They are best friends. They had a, a third best friend, Jenna Elfman, <laughs> when they were kids and then she moved away. She comes back, and they all hang out, and they both fall in love with her.
0: <laughs> this is the dumbest premise for a movie I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> You're going to love it. Oh,
0: man. This, this is going to be a rough go, isn't it?
1: I don't know. There's something entertaining about this movie. Okay. It's an atmosphere. I haven't seen this in like 10, 15 years. Wait, how old am I, 30? Yeah. Yeah, I've not seen this movie in probably 10 years since I was... Maybe the last time I watched it was in college or something. But I liked it and I enjoyed watching it. And it is a movie that I wished was on a Netflix-like uh, thing. But I guess it's not popular.
0: <laughs> it took me so long to download this movie. I wish oh, we, we should it started. Yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, long. <laughs> th- yeah, like
1: Touchstone. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to keep up. Uh, I'm going to have to watch along with you because it's been a while.
0: I Yeah, I do find that some... Something- you, you, most of your picks you've watched recently, whereas my picks, it's been like the last time I watched it was like years ago or I watched it like twice.
1: Well, most of my picks are true. Like these are seminal movies that I truly enjoy and I yeah, watched yeah. often. Probably is, you've
0: watched my seminal movies.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: I, I, I feel like the, the one time where oh, I could, yeah. the one time where I could do that was the time where I was like, I don't know if we can, it was like, uh, it's such a beautiful day. Oh, yeah. Where I was like, I don't know if we could really podcast over this one. It's probably the one where I could
1: well um, say it,
0: the lines along with the movie. It's
1: all atmosphere and stuff. So this movie actually introduced me to this Tom Waits song that I still listen to on rotation. I love this song. It's actually one of my favorite songs.
0: Tom Waits is a hilarious person.
1: Yeah, he's a full maniac. I, uh,
0: who was, I think it was Matt Nazis on the story or another someone else was, where they saw Tom Waits at like um, Massey Hall and he comes out and he's got like a wood block and okay. he's singing songs and hitting the wood block in time. That's the only like, that's it. Like That's, that's the only thing on stage. And then he does like two songs. And everyone's like, oh, okay. That wasn't just like a opening thing. Like a weird, interesting, That a whole band comes out.
1: No, that's his choice. And then, then,
0: no, the, then he goes and he's like, well, I got into a bit of a fight with the band last night. And, uh,
1: Oh no.
0: So that they'll, I'm sorry, everybody, but we'll, we'll make this fun. <laughs>
1: He got into such a fight that they all st- apparently out. it's
0: common. The dude's like a real hard alcoholic.
1: Oh, see this song I really enjoy mm-hmm. because it feels like a push pull of a relationship. It makes me feel all like achy and sad, and I like it. That's
0: like all Tom Waits. Yeah,
1: this the, is T- a good Tom one. Waits
0: is either a push pull relationship or a magician who's sad on like a on like a train yeah like that's like those are like the two themes he writes about
1: oh he's so good and when he's used correctly in cinema he's like the best like that movie the diving bell and the butterfly
0: oh yeah i've not thought about that movie i love that movie i
1: love a julian schnabel joint okay so this is where the movie already has a problem um it's a little bit too long Uh, in the sense that we're really going into Edward Norton's uh, psychology about how torn up he is about Jenna Elfman because it's going to start in the middle of the movie and then it goes back to the beginning. Oh, good. So, um, first things first, Ed Norton, like, 90s darling, right? Everyone thought that he was our version of, like, a Dustin Hoffman, like, a really... Like, of the method, but not as, like, intense as Sean Penn, but, like, mm. a highly, highly respected actor. Imagine
0: he, being that drunk. Sorry.
1: Uh, I've seen it, like, this weekend. But anyways. <laughs> uh,
0: Wait, are you talking about me? No, I'm not.
1: I'm talking about several other people. Um and then and the, this darling, this critical darling, and then the first movie that he chooses to direct and then never directs again is this frothy little romantic comedy with Jenna Elfman. <laughs> it makes me just really like him as a person.
0: I, we talked about this. Is that He has to be... Can I like, All the stories of him are like he's impossible to work with.
1: Yeah, I know. Oh, and he also has blonde hair in this movie.
0: The 90s were a time... Well, this is 2000.
1: Yeah, this must be like... two. This is definitely a pre-9-11 New York.
0: According to... Uh, my download. It's two released in two thousand. Yeah, or, uh, the DVD was at least.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um,
0: did you see the thing where uh, a comedian put it up online? You should you should watch it. I'll send it to you. Where uh, a star is born takes place in a universe where nine eleven didn't happen.
1: <laughs> no,
0: <laughs> it's very funny. It's it it's both. Semi serious and very funny. That
1: would be interesting to do a movie where 9 11 didn't happen. But the part movie. Of, would part have of the reasoning t- is
0: is that the reason that everyone takes this country rock so seriously is because 9 11 didn't happen and they never had to live through the period of time where country rock was so, like, uh, uh, pro America and sp- you're supposed to take it seriously. Oh. It's like the first reason. But
1: he's country rock, but I equate Bradley Cooper's country rock. Of, um, like, the 70s. That's why I enjoy it more. But apparently he's modeled himself after Eddie Vedder, which would be then the early 90s.
0: Oh, no wonder. Man, Eddie is the worst.
1: Yeah. Do people like Eddie Vedder?
0: There's people who fucking love Pearl Jam, and I don't understand it. My
1: boy, Bill Simmons, loves Eddie Vedder. He starts all of his podcasts with the Eddie Vedder song. Jesus. And he has really good taste. I love Bill Simmons.
0: And he, I, 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 I've never understood Pearl Jam I continue to never understand Pearl Jam and the best description of it was my dad where he's just like oh it's because you didn't realize that all these kids are trying to impress their dad and their dad's music which was like the early 70s and then a, a guy comes along he does early 70s music but kind of cool and everyone's like oh shit yeah I can impress my dad with this music and then that's how you end up with like the mid 2000s having like i mother earth and like all those other shitty bands Those are
1: inspired by the 70s
0: they're inspired by pearl jam
1: but pearl jam is inspired by the 70s hard Inter- i i don't know 70s music like i thought i did then.
0: like that like big guitar like 70s sound interesting like all those bands that were inspired by like Jimi hendrix that, okay, and led zeppelin <laughs> making that big guitar like Seventy sound Interesting. thing
1: let's loop back into this movie for one second
0: okay so what happened he's hammered yep. and
1: he's telling the bartender that yeah, he's telling them the story of like the three friends that were such good good friends mm. um, Ed Norton has the sense of humor of like a whimsical child of in, in 1945 <laughs> like he thinks it's funny for the bartender to pretend to be a priest actually I think he thinks it's funny that he's a priest in this movie and priests aren't very funny.
0: Uh, also, okay. like
1: that kid that plays young Ben Stiller is going to be a little bit disappointed as to how he grows up because
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: he has quite the he has good seedage.
0: He's going to look like Ray from Girls. Um. When he grows up.
1: This is maybe the most like classically, classically romantic comedy I've shown you.
0: Okay. Too mixed it yet. That's funny.
1: I wonder where these kids all went.
0: Uh I mean in the time period uh going to make a real off color joke. No. Uh Jeffrey Epstein's sex island is most likely. I don't
1: get it. Who's Jeffrey Epstein? Oh boy. Oh no, what do I don't know.
0: I thought I, I thought we already talked about this. Did we? We have I, we have in the past.
1: What is it?
0: You know um, you know my whole thing, my whole thing. You know the whole thing about like all the the politicians and whatnot sleeping oh, with not sleeping boys town yeah boys town, and then so if you That's follow- a terrible
1: joke first of all, and I am not having it, but continue <laughs> yeah uh
0: I didn't name it boys Town. I have nothing to do with it. But, um so Jeffrey Epstein is like a high up politician guy who uh 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 how do I put this? I'm not fully sure what he does, but he had, but like he gets arrested for having like a, basically an Island where he has kids and people have sex with it. And then there's like flight logs of the plane going to it. And it's like all the, like the name of politician, they're on the fucking flight log. But
1: Who is, is Jeffrey Epstein?
0: Uh, he's something related to politicians. I can't remember what, like, 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 like just some like guy that's on the democratic party payroll or something. Mm. And so, you know, like all like the weird, like pizza gate conspiracy stuff is like they're basically talk like they, they they basically it's like oh this is the next iteration of this but thing but
1: pizzagate was fake the, it. Yeah, yeah. Pizzagate,
0: PizzaGate was fake but i think the seed of it is something where it's like is a real thing that's a, a real thing that's already happened people have been arrested for or people or or and other people have gotten off and then there's been lots of evidence pointing to like jeffrey epstein who is free
1: um god
0: I, I, uh, so I, d- I didn't want to talk I didn't want to have to explain this whole story and I thought I swear we've talked about this already That's I, I know
1: was. no not on this podcast not uh. in my recent memory I think um,
0: yeah this is very uh, Ed Norton's
1: trying to make it very sticky about jokes about religion I, I got a really weird feeling now about religion with priests like I got I got none of it there's too many kids that have been molested Yeah, I think that it, priests should be shut down
0: there um uh yeah uh how do i i had two thoughts at once and they hit they hit themselves in my head and
1: then they disappeared (laughs) yeah
0: uh one was i saw a tweet that made me laugh that ties us into our opening thing but ben stiller does look good in this movie he looks
1: friggin hot uh
0: was a a tweet where it's like i just watched the michael jackson documentary and he's a one-man catholic church oh
1: stop (laughs) making jokes about it i'm not even joking
0: that's a funny joke though i
1: is it is it funny? It's medium funny. Uh, it made,
0: it, made, it got a it got a, it got a it, it got a grin out of me.
1: I'll say it before and I'll say it again. Don't watch it first thing in the morning. Yeah. Um. Do you know who that priest was? Milos Forman. Oh. That's Milos Forman. See, like this is the kind of quality that Ed Norton was able to get. <laughs> I'm just so, like, this whole opening situation. I don't know why he needed to do so much backstory for them. I know, right? Because it's like we get it. A priest and rabbi, it's not so insane that they would be friends. If anything, I could see the ri- rabbi having no issue and then the priest being kind of annoying about it.
0: I feel like uh he's trying like he's, he's more trying to set up their friendship with the girl probably.
1: Well, it's like where they have gone. So now they're They're like hip. They're hip. Men of the cloth. Hmm. And he's like kind of equating it to being a performer, is how I feel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ben Siller's mom is Ann Bancraft. Like, this is a star studded cast. Except for Jenna Elfman. What happened to Jenna Elfman? I don't know. You know what? You'll watch her in this. And Yoko, she's lovely.
0: She never moved the needle for me before. <laughs>
1: pretty hot in this movie i'd say
0: well i just mean it's an act
1: oh i thought you meant penis was
0: i'm pretty sure she moved that needle
1: moved the needle i mean dharma and greg was such a big deal and i remember zero about it <laughs> i remember being so excited for it but then i think will and grace came out the next year and i was like oh this is better
0: remember a time when like being subversive for religion was like a big thing that's kind of gone away.
1: Being subversive for it? What do you I against it. it? Oh, against it. Like, like where a That's movie, David Wayne. Yeah. Anyway, Sorry, go like on. A,
0: where a movie like Dogma could exist and be protested.
1: I mean, I just don't think religion can be discussed in a joking way anymore. I think movies made by it about it are going to be really sincere and serious.
0: I think I think you discuss it in a joking way, but it's for who? For why? Do you know what I mean?
1: I just don't know what the jokes can be so much anymore because we know too much about all religion. Fair enough. We just know too much about the dis the dis, uh, the. Well,
0: pro- the, I, I remember being like a teen and being like, "Yeah, religion's horrible," of like. Uh,
1: Eli Wallach.
0: Uh, uh no, even before the pedophile stuff, I just being like, "Yeah, religion's this terrible." Like. Isolating force rather than like a community force. Yeah,
1: me too. When I was, I
0: think that that thought has gone from being subversive to just accepted now.
1: Yeah. I think it should Yeah you're right actually Because when I was a kid though, That's how I always felt About religion though Is that it was not community It was isolating mm. Because I went to Catholic school yeah, And same. in grade five uh, My dad's best friend Is gay And in grade five We started learning About like Your sexual health But it's barely anything It's called fully alive Yeah we're fully alive Yeah fully alive And
0: Remember there's a page With like nude bodies on it People would be like
1: "Oh." Yeah but they were like Drawings They yeah, weren't like yeah. naked, naked Um, <laughs> But the whole thing was that they they talk about being gay,
0: mm. but
1: they say that people are gay, but you can never ever act on it. That it's okay to be gay, and then I I remember I about that, yeah, saying that it's fine to be gay, mm. and then the, my entire class getting mad at me and the teacher also being like, "Well, it's not fine to be gay." And then they were trying to explain to me that it's against in the Bible, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" And I was so, f- and that was the day that I was like, "Oh, I really really don't believe in any of this."
0: I was already out by that point. But uh yeah, that that's uh, yeah, that's fair.
1: So yeah, so basically what they're doing is they're going to make some sort of super church to combine like rabbis and catholicism. But my whole thing is like why? Because they because they're such good friends. Okay. But my whole thing is like I think Jewish the Jewish religion can tolerate Catholicism, but the way Catholicism is set up, it cannot tolerate Judaism. Yeah, because Judaism is so interesting, and 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 um, it's about being a scholarship. Oh yeah, they're playing smooth right now. Bye.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: Juda- no, we've done
0: so many bits disaster about the song. I
1: like it. It actually doesn't get old. It's such a good song. <laughs> um, no, the whole thing was that it's scholarly um, Judaism it's all about questioning the religion Mm -hmm. and and figuring out and interpreting it whereas Catholicism is not about questioning Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's about learning and discussing but you don't question why Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, it's dumb and that's stupid because if you pull out a string then it just the whole thing falls apart but also like Benzler look looking looking fine
0: you have such a the backwards baseball cap you have such a you you want the nineties.
1: <laughs> Maybe. I don't need him to dress like this. I just Not think he even looks like good.
0: The early night you want ninety seven to two thousand and one. Like that you want ninety seven to September tenth, two thousand and one.
1: But I don't need them to dress like that. But I think they both look peak hot in this movie, I'd say
0: sure
1: I mean Ed Norton has bad hair like we can give him that
0: <laughs> I want blonde highlights to come back but this
1: is the thing is like Leonardo DiCaprio came and then some agent somewhere was like well if you want to be a romantic lead you gotta frost those tips <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon
0: or do you think about the other way that he was saw frost tips on the street and Leo's like I want that shows up to like a cast and thinks, oh can we you change your hair and he's like no, why? Like he's like.
1: But Leo looked, but Leo was blonde, so it looked good on him. Mm, yeah. Yeah, like it didn't look nuts. Whereas, like a Matt Damon and Edward Norton, right looked now, insane. It just like it's a fade. It's like blonde at the top. But like, do
0: you think? Okay, because this would be, right after Rounders, right? Right after what? Rounders.
1: This is after Rounders. So,
0: do you think Edward saw? Uh, Damon? Matt Damon with the frost tips and rounders and went, I want frosted tips.
1: I was just going to say that. <laughs> He's like, the thing is, is that I looked really good, is that Matt Damon looked really good. Yeah. But it's, it's hard to tell what Matt Damon's hair looks like in rounders because everything is green in that movie. Yeah. You know what it is about this movie? Like, Ed Norton does a lot of physicality. He's doing a lot of, like...
0: He's doing, like, shtick. Sticky yeah.
1: like, broad. Like, he watches humor from the... 1950s and 40s mm-hmm. and it's like but he's not a comedian like why do you want to do this
0: <laughs> everyone wants to be a comedian everyone thinks they're a comedian is probably more accurate
1: yeah everyone does all men think they're very funny so funny they think they're very funny um except for you know who doesn't the boys in the sketchersons band and that's what's so refreshing about them <laughs>
0: I think I think Jared thinks he's funny, Jared but, Jared is funny. Is, but Jared is very funny. I don't,
1: I don't think he thinks; I think he just is.
0: He's very funny.
1: Yeah, Jared's the best. His 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 Instagram right now about him being on vacation is very funny. I gotta follow him on Instagram. You gotta follow him on Instagram. Um, ben Stiller is secretly extremely buff. Is it a secret? I guess.
0: I feel like Ben Stiller's probably a dick in real life.
1: I don't love that he left his wife. Whenever people leave their wives, that later that happens.
0: That happens. I
1: know later in the when they're in their forties, like men of his stature, I always think they cheated or they did something shitty.
0: I don't think. I don't think that's necessarily true. I
1: know, but sometimes it is true. Like I, I don't like that Job and Amy Poehler broke up. I know that Job did something shitty. Did I, it? I feel it in my heart.
0: I feel like they faded away
1: no they had such a strong love especially if you read not only her book but mindy kaling talks about what an amazing couple they were in her
0: book i remember in her book it was such a thing and i was like oh i i feel like and and this is i feel like both of them are very temperamental i think they they, they went in hard and they also went out hard
1: i don't know i think will arnett i don't know i i think he's a I heard him on Mark Maron. I'm also making my mm. things on this. Oh look, this! If this was post 9/11, they wouldn't be waiting so close to the gate.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, they already had a shot with the twin tower oh, like, did in the background. They? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't framed. It was just like they were shooting in New York, and you could see the twin towers.
1: They they stood and filmed it for five minutes as if they knew.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then just <laughs> just Ben Stiller comes in the corner of the frame soon. <laughs>
1: So they all think she's super hot, right? And she's beautiful. But it's not that shocking that that kid that they grew up with would look like her. Yeah. The kid they grew up with looks very beautiful. Yeah. They're being such skis. They're both being like, what about men? Men, tell me if you're single. <laughs> Immediately.
0: I feel like you would. If, I mean, you, you didn't have guy friends growing up, but I feel like when yeah. I... When I Talk to friends of mine who were girls growing up when the first thing is like, Are you single? It's like, Off the fucking cusp. Really?
1: Yeah. That's funny. No, I think that's weird.
0: I feel like. And and you can correct me if you've seen the whole movie. But I already feel like she's like. She's acting like she's in a different movie than this.
1: I mean, she's supposed to be very effervescent and high energy and like fun.
0: No, but the, the other two are like acting like cartoons and she's acting oh, like a human.
1: Yeah, she is. She's very grounded. She's a very like. Yeah, she's just a better actor is what it's looking like in terms of, well she's she understands this type of work where both Ben Stiller and Ed Norton don't do sitcom y like humor.
0: Oh yeah. And yeah. she's
1: a sitcom actress. I mean like Ben Stiller I don't yeah, he's not a sitcom actor even though he's a comedian.
0: He's more of a sketch actor than anything.
1: Yeah, like he's kinda there's a darkness to him.
0: Yeah, I feel like you know what it is? I feel like he enjoys doing those like uh, what's his name? Greenberg movies.
1: Right, yeah. I did not like Green. No, I don't like those either.
0: They're... (laughs) It's all... Like,
1: this movie, I think the more I watch it, the more I think I like it is because it's not so much what's happening. And also, like, I have to, like, start uh, realizing why do I want to watch the movies on this podcast that I want to. It's like, this is a classic fall asleep watching
0: movie. (laughs) I don't watch any of those. Like, I don't have... I, I just don't have that kind of time in my life. To fall asleep? To fall asleep watching a movie?
1: I get about eight minutes in. I watch movies in eight minute increments. Oh, Jesus. I've been on like one Gilmore Girls episode for the past week and a half because I'll watch like, <laughs> two minutes at a time and fall asleep. That's funny. I, I think it's very sweet that Edward Norton wanted to make this movie. But I wonder if people lost respect for him.
0: <laughs> I think so.
1: I think so too because things weren't the same going into the 2000s for him yeah they were not they were like well we were all about it it's
0: probably a little bit of both it's probably he was on the like the come up and then he's like finally I can do what I want and then like what he wants to do is a bomb like it's this movie it's like everything he did for the mid 2000s was what he wanted to do the only
1: other Ed Norton mid 2000s thing I can remember is the 25th hour well
0: that was for money I like
1: that movie with Spike Lee.
0: I'm mixing it up with something else.
1: Yeah, Spike Lee. It's the guy. He's he's basically. I think it's called the 25th Hour, where he is out of jail for like a day, or he's gonna go to jail in a day, and it's what he does in that day.
0: Well yeah, I like that movie. I think it's 25th Hour. I think I'm mixing it up with something else. Mixing up with I'm mixing it up with the prison movie, but it's like then people trying to break out of prison. Taking a pound one, the Taking of Palmdale. The movie, no. I mean,
1: the TV show Jailbreak.
0: The, Why does he hate fitness
1: Well This is quite sexist So like he gets set up With a bunch of uh, Jewish women uh, mm. th- Because all the little old ladies
0: are rabbis allowed to rabbis allowed to date right yeah
1: that's the whole thing yeah. rabbis can marry and have families the only reason why priests can't is because of money and they're being ridiculous and they've got to allow priests to marry because yeah. that will well, stop that, that's the
0: thing of like isn't it the uh, is it protestant where the priests can marry it, I know because my, my my dad's broad. cousin is Unitarian a priest Unitarian you Unitarian I think yeah, it yeah, is yeah, yeah. I think my dad's cousin is a priest in like cottage country and he's got a full family and uh I mean, he's pretty cool or whatever, but I'm sure that that is a big chunk of like, you have a full family, you're going to, it's, it's I don't know, you know what I mean?
1: Well, to be a part of a synagogue, you have to pay a membership. Oh, really? Yeah, you pay. So there's a reason why rabbis are able to have, yeah, he punches her because she wants, she's telling him to punch her to prove her abs
0: what is this movie?
1: <laughs> There's a lot of physicality in it. I no. didn't,
0: you said this is the most like traditional like rom-com one. I'm like, no, this is like, th- this is like, a, a, it feels like, you know, like the sweet Life of Zach or Cody or like <laughs> those like Disney Channel kids okay, shows. I
1: love Disney Channel kids shows because they are perfect. <laughs> They're perfect little sitcoms, but they don't talk about sex. That's the only difference. Uh,
0: I was saying to someone of like that, like, that, like, TGIF sitcom of, like, Bill Cosby, the Cosby show, or, like...
1: Hanging with Mr. Cooper?
0: Yeah, yeah. All that stuff is, like, could kind of stop to be, and now you you have, like, your sitcoms are, like, trying to be, like, The Office or something, and the where those shows went was the Disney Channel shows. They're playing to the almost the exact same audience they're playing for before, but even safer. Yeah. And the exact same, like, style as well
1: yeah it's true actually i loved tgif mm-hmm. family matters yeah they yeah, just yeah. don't exist on major networks they only exist on nickelodeon and yeah. family channel
0: there's made cheaper and essentially for the same eyes like those they were pitched at kids like like it's it's uh who's watching tv on friday night it's not
1: well it's some adults they some feel adults. sad yeah. <laughs> So she's trying to see this is the issue with the movie that I am realizing. Like, why do we need to see this entire date? This woman does not figure again in the movie.
0: You know what? I feel like at its core is a like.
1: She gets hurt so it's much. A, it's like a
0: one hour movie. She's so horny. It's she's like,
1: very good. She's, at its, co- at its core it
0: is a one hour movie. That they made two hours.
1: Well, here's what I think. I think Edward Dorton was in love with all of the actors that he chose. So you could really tell that that woman he really thought was quite funny. Oh. And he made that scene as long as it did because he thought that she was great. She is a good actor. But it's I like he, this is a movie for like actors just having a good time. There's no like editing or like this could this doesn't necessarily need to be in the mm-hmm. on film.
0: The uh, uh, the IPF trailer is supposed to be like two minutes. Some people make it longer. We tried to like keep it on a hard two. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm going to release another video of just Chris Levier because I have maybe 20 minutes. Like my first cut of it. There was three minutes of Chris Levier. Yeah. Because- going insane. And it, I love him. And I think he's so funny and so charming in it and then same with the the i don't know if you watched it of of Pat yelling car specifics. Yeah yeah yeah. The first cut of that was a minute. <laughs>
1: See, but that's the thing is like that's fun for you and as yeah. a person who knows them personally, that's a good time. No, oh, yeah. I know. But for other people, you have to have some sort of uh a
0: hook into it, yeah.
1: Yeah, you have to have
0: especially when our like methodology was going to be like it's a scatter shot, so like everything has to be like shortened as a taste menu.
1: Yeah, is a super fox in this movie. I don't know what happened
0: he is more like he's more attractive now than he was before and after this movie
1: no he's very attractive to me in reality bites we gotta do reality bites
0: yeah I said we're gonna bring on yeah Manu. we'll bring on I'm seeing him next week so I'll bring it up
1: because uh she loves Ethan Hawke and I rewatched it and I was like this is madness clearly Ben Stiller is the better character
0: she watches it all the time Does if, you have, she? if you follow her on Instagram like every other Instagram story is her watching that fucking it's movie well it's the
1: 25th anniversary of the show oh. oh yeah so that's Eli Rifkin who also was in A Star is Born <clears throat> see this is what makes a Bradley Cooper like uh, directorial debut so much more impressive because this is Ed Norton's directorial debut hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying
0: do you remember Leatherheads? Yep. That with was George uh, Clooney. That was uh, George Clooney's directorial debut. No, no,
1: no, no. His was Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, mind. and I like that. Movie. That was a better
0: movie. Sorry, in my brain this whole time I was like, he started with Leatherheads, no. which is a fun movie, but ultimately bad.
1: So he did Confessions, mm-hmm. then he did Good Night and Good Luck, and oh, yeah. then he did, then he did Leatherheads, Leatherheads, and then he didn't do anything else after that.
0: Yeah. He shouldn't have been in Leatherheads.
1: Our Leatherheads, uh, like, for who was that movie for? Who was that appealing to?
0: It was just for me. I was just, I enjoyed the charisma.
1: <laughs> well, look, came in John Krasinski, like,
0: it was ca- a match made a in charming
1: men heaven. It was like, a
0: charisma fest. No plot. Nothing happened. Who, what
1: is it? Yeah, it's like it they're old-timey football players who are
0: after the same woman, and it's a screwball comedy. Who's the woman? I can't remember. It didn't matter. She was blown out of the charisma wall. Like, they didn't find a woman as charismatic see, that's a as. fun.
1: Now that you said it, it makes me want to see it. George Clooney. I'll probably... show it to
0: you for this podcast. This is, that's, that's one of the most fun picks I'll make in this whole yeah. movie.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think I saw it. I feel like I've seen clips, but I haven't seen all of it.
0: I wanted to show you the next one I wanted to do was Video and that's definitely. This is de- Leatherheads. Definitely more fun than Video Drum. If we're gonna do tomorrow early, I'd rather do Leatherheads. Than oh Videodrome.
1: yeah, we're doing it tomorrow too. Do you uh,
0: want to do that still?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I just have to come here at like ten in the morning. Okay. Because I have to be gone by like twelve forty-five, so maybe ten thirty I can come.
0: Okay, then let's do Leatherheads because then it's shorter than Video Drum. Okay,
1: we'll make breakfast.
0: That'd be so good. Let's do that.
1: Okay. Um. So they're like immediately flirty Ben Stiller and Jenna Alfman, right? So is they they this gonna have movie? a scene
0: where Norton is flirty too?
1: Yeah. Well, here's the deal. They're immediately attracted to each other, immediately, immediately, and so she left before they were able to date as children, mm. because uh, so it was like before sexual maturation. Mm. Thus, they were never really friends. Let's take a Is David's that Paul Red? I don't think so. Was it? I wasn't looking. They come back.
0: Okay, I was gonna be like they come back. They 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 just cast Paul Rudd in an SOC.
1: (laughs) I think everyone wants to work with that Norton. Um, But then it's like that's it's a bummer in the sense of like oh wow like I guess men and women can't be friends. (laughs) Immediately we're just like we must fuck each other. mm -hmm. Like I guess it's normal to Mm -hmm. date a rabbi, right? Like that's something that would be like something that is you would want for your daughter.
0: Did Roundy? Yeah.
1: Cause I want to date my meditation
0: coach. <laughs> you know that's a bad idea. Cause you do, cause I don't I'll think your meditation you coach why. wants to date you. He wants to hook up.
1: <sighs> I could go for that. Listen, he might want to date me. I don't know if I'm co- if I'm all right with what's happening in the in the movie right now. <laughs> so so the whole thing is like they're trying to set up that Ben Stiller is a really like what's the word subversive like he's like a like a rebel rabbi and so he brought (laughs) in a gospel crier to like get everyone up and excited about this one like Mm -hmm. Jewish hymn and everyone's all upset but it's kind of like hey that's the Baptists thing man like if you like this so much go to Baptist Church (laughs) like
0: I don't think it I don't think it, I mean, if if they all want to come and do it, then who gives a shit? You ever been
1: to a Baptist church?
0: No, I try to avoid going to church in general. Okay,
1: so I went when I was a kid because my best friend's dad was Baptist, so yeah. we went once. Because she said that it's fun. Now, the problem with Baptist churches is that it doesn't have an end time. It ends when they feel that the spirit of the Lord has left them. So it can oh, go Lord. on, I'm not even joking, for five
0: hours. I couldn't.
1: Yeah, my sister lived in St. Kitts for a summer and she had to go to church or else you would be an outcast. Yeah. And yeah, and she said sometimes it would be like five, six hours. So, um, uh, but the music is unbelievable. And most of the service like, is around like singing. And they put in a lot of work into it.
0: Hmm. Also, I was going to say that Ed Norton's a messy fucking director. Yeah, he's
1: not good. I think he thinks he's being very funny
0: think so it's 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 just a mess though i was yelling about this with chris levier last night of uh that everyone directs com- not everyone but a lot of people direct comedy wrong especially if they don't do it where you need to make it look as real as possible except for the comedic element
1: that's why judd Apatow's really good at it yeah he needs an editor but he's really really good oh, at it judd
0: apatow needs an editor editor, editor. he needs a whole fucking building about he's this. someone
1: who's very indulgent in terms of like I think this is really fun so I want everyone to have it mm. and I think that's beautiful because it's kind of like he's sharing his joy of the I people think- that he's working with but he could be an academy award nominated director if he was better at it yeah like editing down yes or you know what I don't know the academy awards are full of shit green book <laughs>
0: They keep talking about that,
1: huh? But, like, Green Book, out of all those types of movies to win? These are t- three Jewish titans in this scene right now. <laughs> Eli Rifkin, Eli Wallach, and Ben Stiller. They also
0: filmed it in New York, so I'm sure there's a bunch of, like, background people or whatever who are, like...
1: Yeah, like,
0: yeah, yeah. sincerely
1: wonderful theater actors. Yeah,
0: yeah. Do you think they did just the outdoor shots in New York and then went back to, uh...
1: No, I bet you they filmed everything in New York. There was yeah. a time... There when the '90s people had money, and it's they... kind of, you know
0: what—filming everything in New York's kind of come back a bit. Of like, especially like anything that's got three arts in the production logo is probably all filmed in New York. Yeah, like Broad City and Louis back when. Mindy Project Mindy was, Project, was Project, in New York, yeah. even
1: though it really, really didn't look. Or maybe Hulu. When they went over to Hulu, it stopped being filmed in New York. That's
0: very plausible.
1: Yeah, because I was like, there's a couple of episodes, that you're like, there's no way. There's just something... Like, New York is just, you know, the other character in the movie. <laughs> it really has... People film it with such reverence mm-hmm. that you just love... You love how feeling like you're in a movie with it.
0: You know what you know what it is? It's, there's a density to it that it's easy to film with reverence. Whereas if you try to film, like, Toronto with that same residence, it doesn't have the density.
1: Well, like, you... There are certain cities that are with a uniform look, yeah, like Paris, New York, these great cities. You don't have to do anything for it to look good. Unfortunately, Toronto is not unified. There is yeah. like you walk down the street; it doesn't look good mm-hmm. comparatively. It's no, still agree. doing well,
0: Um
1: And look, they're at the cloisters, right? Yeah. Like we don't have stuff like this. The AGO, <laughs> maybe the ROM, <laughs> like it's not. It's just like Toronto doesn't have nice days.
0: You make a. You could make a like a, a Stepford Wives like movie in Liberty Village.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I remember once I was going to a friend's house and I had time to kill before, mm. and I was in Liberty
0: Village. Oh yeah.
1: And everything closed at six.
0: Yeah. It's apparently better now, but it's it's not built. I mean, it's not. It, it is built for people, but it's, it feels like it's not built for life.
1: Yeah, it's true. So there's Liberty Village, and then the parallel of it is the Canary District. That's like the east version of it, mm-hmm. which the Canary District was created during the Pan Am Games.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, For It
1: was like the Olympic Village, and now they've just made it into a, uh, an actual, like, condo place, and it technically has nice stuff. Both Liberty Village and Canary District both have really nice stuff, but I think because it wasn't organically, like, because they were just like, we're going to put a bunch of condos here right now to have people live here, and we're going to put a grocery store, a LCBO, a, like, it just doesn't,
0: mm.
1: it's soulless. It's almost like the suburbs in the heart of the city.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um a joke I wanted to make a little while ago is that I took the uh, Sex in the City quiz of which uh, character are you and I got New York. No, you didn't. <laughs> no, I made that up. <laughs> just I, get-
1: you really re- I was like, he did not take this quiz. <laughs> oh, just so you know, the movie wise. So Ben Siller's mom mm-hmm. completely disowned the brother because he didn't marry someone that was Jewish. Okay. And Ben Siller's dad is dead. And so Jake is gonna fall in love with that Jen Elfman, and she's very much not Jewish. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, that's where the movie could have started.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say we're we're, we're right at almost starting Act One. We're almost we're yeah. almost in Act One. Well,
1: I don't know if you knew this, but Edward Norton really needed to um, show us the sticky side of religion.
0: He, right now a lot of slapstick. Right now, I think Edward Norton's trying to have his cake and eat too, because Edward Norton. Is if anything, third lead of this, and directing, and he makes it long and weird and unwieldy to make him first or second lead, depending on how you look at it.
1: Yeah, because the story has nothing to do
0: with him. Yeah, he's getting in the way.
1: But kind of because it becomes this. It's this. Does she
0: does she start falling for him? No. Yeah, then he's getting in the way.
1: But he likes her.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I I, I he's like.
1: But she's super flirty with both of them. She's actually problematic. Like, I don't like how she's drawn sometimes. She could be
0: flirty. She she's be... just
1: kind of a flirty character.
0: She could be flirty. It's it's. She was like flirty with Ben Siller's mom, too. Being flirty doesn't mean that you're about to fuck somebody.
1: No, no. I know. I'm not blaming her. <laughs> I'm just saying they're like women being like, she's so hot and she's so interested in everybody and she loves life.
0: Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah
1: she's kind of at pixie dream girl but not because mm-hmm. she's like a businesswoman
0: could you imagine a new yorkers hanging out in manhattan <laughs> i mean <laughs> that yeah. doesn't happen anymore everyone i know in new york is like where do you go all oh, the three bars in brooklyn i live near yeah
1: <laughs> that's true i guess but they hang out in the park yeah See like she's asking him Whether he's okay with being celibate mm. So he's like mm, She must want to fuck me Oh you know what happened to Jen Jenna She's a Scientologist
0: I oh, know yeah. that helps the career
1: Not really It did at a certain point And it did for her like Dharma and Greg times and this mm. But you don't have longevity as a Scientologist Except Tom Cruise Because hmm. think about other ones Juliet Lewis, her career could have gone way better, I feel, if she wasn't a Scientologist.
0: Yeah. Was it? Oh, no. Mm, there's someone. I'll find him. Beck?
1: Beck's a Scientologist? Yeah. Elizabeth Moss is a Scientologist. Ah, there we go. Which is so ludicrous that someone who's in The Handmaid's Tale could be a part of a cult. <laughs> like, it's, it's insane. I don't know how she gets the work done. Or I don't know how she doesn't question. Yeah, yeah. Her surroundings, like I don't know.
0: That makes sense. Uh,
1: I wonder what it would be like to be celibate. I would
0: go crazy. (laughs) Think about, I yeah, I go insane when when I'm like. There's periods of your life where you're not really fucking. You might be in a relationship and you're not fucking. For a long period of time, and you start masturbating so much, but it's
1: not—it's not the fucking that matters. It's the intimacy with another human being. I feel that matters. That too, yeah. Because like having sex is important, but like having someone fulfill, like even just being seen as a sexual person feels like necessary. Mm.
0: In interesting. Life interesting.
1: For your like esteem and and I think well being.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Make me a good point. You're amazing.
1: But like, so horny how did he not ever be intrigued by a person in the past it just seems like why does every priest have to be celibate like not like can't there be a sect of like monks kind of that want to be celibate not like if you're gonna be a priest you have to be celibate
0: yo you you went to Catholic school you know this Catholics aren't exactly known for their ability to bend rules
1: they're also terrified of sex
0: yeah. Let's talk more about Fully Alive
1: I mean Fully Alive was a very interesting book Because I don't know what my period is Because of it
0: <laughs> Really?
1: It barely described things It didn't. It, they didn't go into And then they asked us We could ask any questions we want But because they gave us such little information There was nothing to
0: ask <laughs> <laughs> I just remember Just years Because you, you started in grade one it's not until, like, grade five you actually get to, like, talk about sex. The remember, like, just one through four being like, what is the point of this book? I don't get... Because, like, so much is about, like, everyone's different. I'm like, okay, like...
1: It's such a stupid roundabout way to just be like, when you hit thirteen, your balls are gonna drop, your voice is gonna go low, you're gonna bleed, and you're gonna have wet dreams.
0: Yeah, they play a f- they play a four year long like game,
1: and you don't get to the sexual stuff until like grade six, but you start I, fully I, I, alive. I remember it
0: being five. You're five, five or you six. You start yeah.
1: fully alive in grade three, though.
0: You start in grade one.
1: You start in grade one.
0: I started in grade one.
1: Oh, I thought it was grade three. Never mind then.
0: Maybe we had to do a different schooling, but
1: well, because what I want you to do is, I want you to live a Catholic mm. life in your spiritually and in physically in your body is what mm. Fully Alive is trying to set up, and that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, all the choices that you make from here on out need to stem from your Catholicism. So how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your body, like, all that stuff needs to take a Catholic tone.
0: What a dull sentence. You know what I mean? Like, imagine the dullest person is taking a Catholic tone from all their choices.
1: Yeah, boring people exist, and they're sometimes Catholic. Or very repressed people. Yeah. Or... People that are rebelling against it, and it's like dumb, and and it makes them kind of abusive to other people. Oh. So they're on a double date, and I don't know why, because he's barely gone on one date with this woman. <laughs> For people who are following the movie, because we're not. <laughs> ben Stiller is on date with one of the women that set him up. Uh, like one of the mothers at his synagogue, but mm. this woman's actually his type and she's very beautiful. And now they're pretending, Edward Norton and Jenna Elfman are pretending to be like in a couple so that, I forget, it's like so Ben Stiller can be on this date with her, but I don't know why they have to kiss and stuff to like prove that they're dating each other.
0: What a weird thing.
1: But like, why do they need a double date? I don't
0: understand. <laughs> I understand. And I mean, this is... A couple of my friends have been like, oh, like you and Molly should come and we'll do like a double date. And I'm always just like, man, the thought of setting up a double date seems so frustrating to me. Oh,
1: I'm very aware that. So all my friends, like my high school friends, they all have significant others except for one of them and myself. And they have social lives that I'm not a part of because (laughs) they go on double dates together. Like it's fine, I guess.
0: That seems so weird.
1: I just think like, I guess because the men need to be entertained. Like I find it so for who because what's the deal it's usually the women that are friends and then they bring their husbands along now I could be
0: I feel like because one of them was Hannah was like oh you should we should do a double date with like to go watch sad foreign movies with Ben
1: well that's different
0: and then they're like yeah I'm like right," like I'd love to but it's like any all all the people being like we should double date are other comedians I know being like you have a normal person oh that's (laughs) partner as well
1: why do, why do couples need to hang out with other couples? What's that about?
0: I don't know. I think it's stupid. I
1: hang out with couples all the time.
0: Yeah. And I think, like, like me and Maul bring friends along, too. It's not a big deal.
1: I don't think me and Ben ever went on a double date.
0: It's such a weird thing.
1: Now that I think about it. I mean, <laughs> me and Greg barely went on dates. But uh, I'm trying to think, like...
0: Uh, for, like, you know what I mean? Like, for who? Like, it's... Like it's like uh, uh, Alright let, let's say I don't get it uh, you, know, you know what it is It's because we're also Very busy people oh, And we also are we,
1: Socially busy too So we go busy. out at night
0: Yeah, yeah so So that like, the idea that like Let's uh, like Okay I'm going to spend time With my girlfriend And I'm going to go out Let's bring along Other people It's like You know what I just kind of want to spend time With just her right now As I spend time with like A lot of people all the time Where she's welcome to join Whatever it is I'm doing, whereas yes. I feel like I feel like the point of double date is someone who their options going out is always going with the same person. Now bringing right. other people along. So
1: the point is to kind of have a party, a small yeah. party, because I feel like my sister has a she has a husband and she goes on double dates, but she hangs out with you know if someone's in a real relationship who enjoys double dates, can you explain to me the concept of why it exists?
0: I mean, I've never really been on one, so yeah, please. Because. Yeah, I've, I've, ax- I've You know what? I've I've accidentally crashed Callum and Connor's double dates a few times. Oh, what <laughs> just a because bummer! I'm but with Liz Callum and Connor; are friends. friends, and they just show up, and I'm good friends with Callum and Connor.
1: That's not really a double date. I know,
0: but it's kind of funny. Yeah,
1: but that's just friends hanging out.
0: <laughs> I've definitely not been invited to stuff because they're kind of double dating.
1: I know, right? But that's you, know, you know what it is, is is that
0: is that Liz and Jess playing something?
1: And they bring this sinic- yeah, to significant yeah, others, yeah. Yeah, so they're not gonna invite you because you're friends with their boyfriends enough. You're, you're, you're like you're yeah, friends yeah. with them, but you're not like closer friends with them to like a caliber. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you're just like, so try to get closer to Jess or Liz. Yeah, I'm fine. i said try. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I spend a lot of time with those boys already. <laughs> That's so funny.
1: Um, I'm sorry about this choice. I don't like it anymore. I feel very self conscious by it. Really? If I was watching this alone uh by myself yeah. uh alone, you know when you're alone by yourself uh i would be into it because i'd be asleep and i would just be thinking about how cute a ben Stiller
0: looks that's fine we got the last one was so about the movie that it's fine i think, I think we need one that's not yeah uh, ex and i cut down i think I, I think i lost like 40 minutes out of it that's funny so much of it is us like truly discussing the movie in a way that i don't think is very interesting unless you're watching along oh really but maybe yeah. people
1: are alex i'll never forgive you for editing out me singing in the stars born so that's
0: it, it's it's such a like i've had other people tell me that it's so funny
1: it makes me so upset
0: of just because i was like i'm gonna edit all this out no you're not i'm on the cut
1: i'm so mad at <laughs> you out,
0: it's so funny i actually
1: will never forgive you for doing that it was one of my finest works
0: <sighs> It's so funny. I'm, I'm a little, because we I was making some solid jokes while you were singing, and I cut those all out, too. So we all lost something. Why that did day. you do that? Because it's so funny. No,
1: you're wrong. I wish I had some sort of control, but I refuse to learn how to work the computer.
0: <laughs> oh, I would love if you could edit them.
1: Yeah, I, I really actually feel quite bad. I'm sorry that I can't. You don't want me to.
0: I know. It's going to be a nightmare. I,
1: I, I, I'm not... Computer savvy for someone who is the same age as you, basically, mm-hmm. I'm really bad. Oh, also, Alex, this is the last time we'll work reco- Oh, wait, I guess we're recording tomorrow. Never mind. I was going to say the last time we'll record at these ages because we. Uh, oh yeah, uh, fun fun trivia about me and Alex. We're born a day apart.
0: <laughs> Probably <laughs> hours apart, honestly.
1: I was a morning baby. Why is she kissing him on the lips? Oh, I think it was a night baby. See, like, I don't know what she's wanting from Ed Norton to kiss him on the mouth all the time. What yeah. does she expect from him?
0: She enjoys the power of kissing a celibate man. Yeah. That is more thought than this movie put into that. She
1: really wants him to go home and masturbate about her.
0: Imagine you... That's... Imagine the, Imagine this movie was this hot. Like, The next scene is watching Ed Norton
1: masturbate.
0: Like it was that, like, psychosexual. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it should be.
0: I... I see why you like it I mean I don't like this movie But I see why you like it
1: Well yeah I like I like a little I like a little romance And it's also kind of illicit Because she's not supposed To hook up with him right She shouldn't yeah, hook yeah. up With Penciler. Like it, they can't hook up Because of They were friends or whatever But also like Their religion thing mm-hmm. Um, But I'm trying to How you say Stop basing relationships Or hookups on like Well we shouldn't do this yeah. So let's do it I'm trying to stop that. It's a really good idea. And Enderunner got to be a part of this scene too because he was directing it.
0: <laughs> He's just nude off screen. It's a non-naked scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, uh, you're not giving that though what it is. Of the idea that it, you know, it's like, you know, it's like oh, we're doing like a nude scene and the director gets nude as well to make like, everyone feel comfortable. No,
1: that doesn't happen, does it? Yeah, it's what's happened before. I've heard that like Sofia Coppola wore underwear so that Scarlett Johansson would feel comfortable when she had to wear underwear in, yeah. in Lost in Translation. Well,
0: I like the idea of like that happening and the director is also nude, but it's like it's not a nude scene <laughs> <laughs> just to make people feel more comfortable. just ignore, Just fully naked. It's, so stupid. <laughs> it's a closed set. I just want you all to feel comfortable. We are in a cafe fully dressed.
1: Okay, so I'm thinking about that scene again from Lost in Translation. Oh, why yeah, yeah. did? Why was it so important that we saw Scarlett Johansson in a see-through pink underwear and she was so uncomfortable with it that Sophia Coppola had to then um, maneuver her way to get her to do it by her also wearing underwear. Like, I think
0: um, um, I see the the point of the scene what was
1: the point of the scene the for point her of, to be in underwear because why couldn't she just be in like opaque underwear as opposed to see-through pink underwear because i think she was uncomfortable with the see-throughness of it
0: hmm. I, I wouldn't know it wasn't on set but i think the point to, to me i think because you don't you already see her in opaque underwear in the movie i don't remember because i think you already do and then the point of the see-through is like because like at that point you're like kind of you kinda of see the movie through uh what's his face, his eyes. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. I don't know why I blanked on that. <laughs> and so I think the point of that is like making it so it's so explicit of how he's objectified her. He's not really like into her as the movie goes on. He's just into the like the fact she's young and attractive.
1: Interesting. I, I have to watch the movie again.
0: I'm I'm also it's also been a while since so I watched it so I could be way off base, but that's I think my half memories of it. Yeah. Put it there.
1: I just don't know because that that underwear part is the first shot of the movie. It's her like lying on oh. the bed. I just wonder what was the necessity for Sofia Coppola.
0: Also I j- it was like an hour in.
1: No. No. Jenna Elfman Talks about how busy she is And then she's in New York for working And she sure has a lot of free time To do random shit in the middle of the day Yeah She's going to museums And then she's having sex with Ben Stiller at night See why does she kiss Ed Norton Bye
0: I don't know You you, you know She she didn't have shit to do in New York What? I don't think she had shit to do in New York I think she went to New York explicitly to be like I want to fuck that guy I want to fuck my friend. This is a a, a saw a picture of him.
1: I was gonna say this is a time before, uh, before Facebook. But she contacted Ed Norton, not Ben Stiller.
0: It's whose number she had. But how did she?
1: Maybe she saw a picture of Ed of Ben Stiller. Maybe they didn't put that in the movie, though. (laughs) I I mean, look. She's not wrong Like if I My best childhood friend Grew up to look like This version of Ben Stiller And I knew that he was single And he was living in New York City And I could go and work In New York City And then go have sex with him I, You know what I can't even finish that thought Because my brain just exploded And I died <laughs> I think I think I like Ben Stiller because I have a father complex because he's uh set up a lot like my dad when I look at him not facially <laughs> but he is a short muscular man with curly hair.
0: <laughs> God damn. You learn something new about yourself every episode. Well,
1: what can I say I have a mental health issue. <laughs> so like basically they're trying to do this whole thing where they're like hooking up with each other but they're casual casual because Ben Stiller's like I can't date you. And so they're making it secret and she's starting to like like him. Mm. But I just think why do we do these things to ourselves? Why can't we just be happy?
0: I don't know why I can't be happy.
1: Yeah like why do we put parameters on things? We're
0: talking about two different things. (laughs) But I mean like in
1: terms of relationships we really do put limitations on ourselves for for what because it's more fun for our brains
0: I think uh because you know you get stuck in it that it feels good but it's not you know you're gonna have problems with it and that you know that down the line those problems are gonna show up and that you're just gonna have done this for a year as you slowly erode the joy of it god <laughs> I'm not wrong though am I yeah I don't live
1: that um
0: like, okay, okay. A guy just like Greg, but yet very attractive, starts showing interest in you. You know you're not going to want to do that. But at the same time, you're like... Because mm-hmm. you, you don't want to get caught in the fucking quagmire of Greg.
1: But I think, I think, I think I would... That's not Paul Rudd. No, you're right. Um, I've been working on myself, Alex. Okay. And I just don't think I would respond to him in the same way because I wouldn't be into that anymore like I once was because it uh, was too hard to get over it and the pain of that is easier. It's like the way that I'm not drinking right now. The panic attacks were too scary so it's easy for me to not drink whereas like the pain that I felt with the breakup was too hard and it's okay to not get hooked into someone like that again. But how hot is this guy that's paying attention to me? (laughs) (laughs) But he's having, like, an illicit affair with her because she's not Jewish. Why can't he just pretend that she's Jewish? You know what? I fixed the
0: scene. Yeah, just lie and say you're Jewish. Yeah.
1: I guess because she's blonde and there's no way a blonde woman could ever be Jewish. (laughs) I guess that's why they chose Jen Alfman though, is that they needed to get someone very, like, Anglo-looking. I guess so. Imagine if your mother was that involved in getting you dates. I would kill myself. Yeah.
0: I haven't thought of yeah that that was a real plot line in a lot of movies and it's never turned up in my life. In fact, if anything, my mom's actively tried to not get me dates.
1: I can't tell my mom that I'm dating. She she meets boyfriends, but she doesn't know that I date, or I don't want her to know that I date. Yeah. And uh, the thought that she would be setting me up with potential suitors makes me so embarrassed.
0: <laughs> oh, it's so funny. She said, just guys showing up at your house, like, oh, your mom told me to deliver this. So
1: my mom's trying to like, like, what is, okay, I'm confused. So parents are weird about sex with children, obviously, with their, like, hearing about children's sex lives. But when you go to set your kid up, you're basically, like, hoping that they're going to have sex that
0: night. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Or, like, I guess what you want is you want your kid to procreate, like, you want the the bloodline to continue. But once again I'm confused <laughs> Because like if it's religious It's like you don't want to talk about sex But you want them to get together so that they can have sex And make kids
0: Religion really is a land of contradictions
1: It doesn't make any sense I like that the subtitles of our watching this on Have chosen to edit out certain lines To be like uh this is too much uh, yeah, Let's yeah. just cut this I
0: like The subtitles are just being like Man Edward Norton needed an editor <laughs> Yeah Edward Norton's role in this movie Is almost unnecessary
1: I think the first 45 minutes was unnecessary. I think we start with her coming. We don't need to see Edward Norton drunk talking to a bartender.
0: Oh, I forgot about that. And that we
1: don't even need to see them as kids. No. We could see a picture. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I've run here. So this is around. This is a central park. I forget what it's called. It's like a certain word, but it's great to run because it's all soft and you're around the river. It's actually so fun. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I have how you say to run 30K in three weeks, and I have not run in a month. Why do you keep doing that? <laughs> I'm going to get fucked up. And my whole thing was like, well, the minute it's March, you know, it'll be warmer, and I'll start it's running. It's so cold. It's minus 10. Yeah. But I think I'm literally going to start running on Saturday and... Good luck. Run every day, and then, you know what? Let's be honest. Run very slow. <laughs> I think if I run a very slow thirty k, mm. it might take me three hours. It's a dream. Okay. Which is like exactly what Jenna Elfman wanted because she's been kissing him. She's been inceptioning him this entire time.
0: <laughs> inceptioning. Him.
1: Um, she's been trying to sneak yeah. in sexuality to him.
0: Maybe, maybe she she landed the plane. She landed on the plane, being like, "I am gonna get a fucking threesome."
1: <laughs> oh. My God, you know, if this was reversed and a guy with two female friends, the movie would end in a threesome.
0: 100%.
1: That would be like a thing. Yeah. Whereas this doesn't even, they don't even broach that topic in this movie. And that's so upsetting for me. <laughs> Though, do I want to see Ed Norton and Ben Stiller fuck? I don't think I do. In theory, I do. Like IRL.
0: Like oh, if, if you could like Get Like seats. I would have
1: sex With both of them <laughs> But I don't think I would want to watch A video of it <laughs> See we all have to Here <laughs> really The so subtitles don't
0: Yeah <laughs> The subtitles do so much editing This is so fun I
1: will say Ben Stiller and Jenna Elfman Have very nice chemistry together They seem very into each other I feel
0: like Ben Stiller Is pretty good at having romantic chemistry with someone in the 90s
1: yeah he has killer chemistry with Winona Ryder Mm. but in the way he plays the character he's like um, an uptight like business dude and he's just so like whoa this girl is like exactly what I've always wanted to like meet but I've never met in real life like he's very like Mm. in awe of her in a very sincerely sweet way it's nice it's much better than Ethan Hawke's character I can't wait to do that because all it's going to be me is fighting with Ed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now we're introducing co- the conflict, finally. What, what time is this?
1: It's been 18 hours. Yeah, this movie's so bad. Yeah, I don't know why he would set it up like this. Edward Norton's been in plenty of good films.
0: And plays.
1: Yeah. See, like, now we're going to have this little interlude. You know what kind of direction Edward Norton reminds me a lot of? What? Gary Marshall. Yeah. This is a Gary Marshall, Valentine's Day-esque, New Year's Eve-style movie.
0: Moore's, like, I don't like those movies, but it's, even that's funnier. Heavy accent is in the... I love it. (laughs)
1: fascinating person. He also dated Salma Hayek for a while. Did you see that line? No. I'm fascinated
0: say? by anyone who's making less than $100,000 living on $100,000 a year. She did
1: not say that. Yeah.
0: All romantic comedies. All romantic comedies. Every character's making $100,000 a year including but, the waiters.
1: But but Alex. Yeah. She's making a, more than $100,000 a year in 1999. I know. So she's a millionaire.
0: Yeah. Uh... Random comedies have bad class politics.
1: Oh, yeah. That's their, like, that's... they <laughs> they're bread they're and butter. They trade. Racial, <laughs> racial issues and, and class politics and sexism. They really, they, all the isms.
0: <laughs> they really run the gamut.
1: Yeah. She's so tall. I mean, Ben Stiller's so short, but she's tall.
0: I'm sure she's an average height. We been, have, I'm sure Ben Stiller's shorter than you think he is.
1: My favorite blow line that we've ever written in a sketch the Florida boys are doing where I'm going to just give it away because like it'll hmm. this will air later is um, Anne's parents are crazy I'm meeting Anne's parents and then they leave and I go I'm like they're really really weird and when they leave I go those are your parents? That was not what I was expecting and Anne goes why? Because they're not Asian? And then I went no they're so tall
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then that's ends with me going I always thought you were some kind of Hawaiian, and then it's black
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of Hawaiian. It's
1: truly, like, a real layered... I gave away the ending to a really good sketch. I'm sorry, Colleen. Oh, no, no,
0: it's... I'm, su- I'm sure the sketch has nothing to do with that ending, either. Nothing to do with that. Yeah, uh, you got You guys... All you, all you flirty boys love writing an ending. that has nothing to do with what happened for um, the past three pages.
1: <laughs> that's truly one of my... I also have a line in the show that's one of my favorites, too, is, um... Someone dies... And he goes, I go, how's your dumb nerd boyfriend, Jeff? And then he goes, he died. And then I go, recently? <laughs> lighting a scene romantically. I know that they're singing a traditional Jewish, like, yeah. Seder, but that's what the, that he loves a dark lighting. He makes everyone look it, all it glowy is, and orange.
0: I thought it was my rip, but I think you're right. It's like, he it's, it's, So moody litten for what is effectively bad slapstick.
1: It's 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 a really frothy, light romantic comedy, but he's lighting it to be like heavily sexual.
0: He you know what? He's lighting it like a Woody Allen drama.
1: Yeah, Woody Allen is clearly an influence on him. Yes. But with
0: With none of the wit.
1: This is the thing: is that his humor yeah. is a bastardized version of Woody Allen's humor. Like Woody Allen would be able to pull off this story, no problem.
0: This is yeah. I mean, this is the story of a Woody Allen movie: of yeah. religion, love triangle, comedy is uh, that's ben that's Stiller very Woody. Would
1: have been very good in a Woody Allen. He's
0: hero. for sure been a Woody surrogate. A I movie. don't think so. You know, I could see him not wanting to work with Woody Allen.
1: I bet you he didn't want to work with him. Yeah. Like, why is Jen Elfman, like, I fucking Ed Norton? What does she want out of him?
0: A threesome.
1: I think the only way she understands how to connect with human men is to be flirty.
0: Ooh, that's that's another good theory.
1: Because she's also being kind of flirty with Anne Bancroft.
0: I want to point out that this movie, the most interesting character in it is Jenna Elfman. And then I want to know more about her. And I don't give a flying fuck about Ben Stiller or what's his Well, what is so
1: interesting about Ben Stiller, Ed Norton? Like, what's interesting about Ed Norton? So he's a priest that can't fuck.
0: End of list. What's interesting about Ben Stiller? He's
1: a rabbi that's very good at his job.
0: And has to date, has to marry a Jew.
1: And there's, like, a literal beautiful Jewish woman that wants to marry him right now. Yeah. That Rachel girl who's, like, a cool CNN correspondent.
0: Yeah, and Jenna Jenna Elfman's just this, like, weird puzzle box that I wish to know more about.
1: Well, I don't know if she's so much a puzzle box. She's just a girl who likes attention.
0: (laughs) Puzzle box. Yeah. (laughs) As a man, I don't understand it. Yeah,
1: she's a woman who is happens to have her two best friends from childhood who she's comfortable with. Both are sexually attractive to her, so she's having fun flirting between them. It's not (laughs) uncommon. Ew! Why wouldn't you say, how long have you been dating my son? Not, is my son a good kisser?
0: The first chapter of the script ahead, does my son's (laughs) cock feel good?
1: What does my son's cock feel in your hand?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't answer that. Tell me about your vagina instead.
1: (laughs) When he inserts himself into you.
0: A few twenty minutes after he takes that Viagra I know my son's on dick pills. He's always had low tea. Oh, Please boy. stop.
1: <laughs> stop telling me things. Woo. Okay, okay, okay. Why doesn't you just convert?
0: That's a big step.
1: You know, but I would convert um to Jewish. Not Catholicism.
0: Did you see the? Did, uh, I mean, on, cut. But did you see the John Mullaney SNL?
1: No, I want to watch it. I should have watched that instead of the Michael Jackson documentary while I was doing my laundry. Uh,
0: there's two really good bits in it. One is one is his monologues pretty good, and the other is holy shit. There's this sketch of what's his what's your name, and it's like two contestants or like the first question. You gotta watch it because uh, Bill Hader Is in it? He he guessed on the episode They don't do a Stefan The episode's kind of meh But they don't do a Stefan And Bill Hader's there But Bill Hader's work as The game show host in this sketch
1: Is brilliant Yeah
0: It's So I I was (laughs) I was I I shit you not Howling laughing alone in my bedroom Oh I gotta
1: watch it Okay don't tell me Don't tell me anymore I gotta watch it But Bill Hader is one of the fine actors Of our lifetime And we just don't even know
0: Oh I From the From like I think like the first episode I saw him on SNL The It was I was like This guy's amazing
1: Yeah
0: He's got like The nothing Line in the scene And I'm laughing
1: Turn this off Let's watch it Yeah
0: Did I ever tell you About my dad's Obsession with SNL And probably One of the reasons I do sketch comedy
1: Aw that's cute
0: my dad's watched, I think, every episode of SNL. Really? He watches every Saturday. My
1: parents do, too. They watch it all the time.
0: Yeah. yeah. And he'll... And he, he... When I stopped watching it for a while, because I used to watch with him every Saturday when I lived at home, and then yeah. I used to watch it for a while, and he'd be like, did you watch SNL this week? It was a good one. And, like, he hates it, too.
1: Yeah. I don't know anyone who can watch it on the regular and enjoy it, but it's so enjoyable. Like, I can watch it every week, and I have zero problems with it, even though I have tons of problems with it.
0: I get... Like now, like now when I'm home and I'm home on a Saturday and I, we, we watch it together, he's very fascinating because now I've done so much. We would still talk about sketches and commercial breaks and whatnot, but I've done so much sketch for him it. it's like, oh, I know how to fix that. Like, I, I know exactly what's yeah. wrong. Yeah.
1: I don't understand why they uh, have to work the way that they work on that show. Why it has to be like late nights. Why can't they just have regular writing schedules?
0: Uh, people do it. Like, like, like some people do the regular writing schedules. Like Christian Wig would do, like she's like. She's like, I'm done at 7. Like, she would do, like...
1: That's so confident of her, because I couldn't... I wouldn't have been able to leave, because I would have been too, like... Well, they're staying till 4, so I gotta stay
0: till well, 4. Well, I, I feel like, you know what, probably... It's probably, like, in her, like, fourth season she started doing that or something. Well,
1: you know what, too? It's it's also, like, what kind of writer are you? Either you're a daytime person or a nighttime person. Because
0: I feel like I want to... I would love to do that show, because I'm a nighttime writer, through and through. Like, a
1: daytime writer. I'm, like, a 9 in the morning writer.
0: Oh, I'm a, like... Like I write sketches so for sketches since this week. I'm gonna go to work, get home at like nine, no, and then start.
1: The pen goes down at eight for me, man. Like I can't go past. If, if I'm working in a coffee shop and let's say I start at like four, yeah. I still have to stop at eight. You know, who's
0: a crazy nighttime writer? Mm. Uh, do you watch Mr. Robot?
1: Rami Malek?
0: No, no. Uh, Sam Esmail, like the creator and oh. writer Mr. Robot. He talks like, oh, I start writing at one in the morning. Sometimes. I
1: can't. It's all your Tiger Hour, right? Yeah, it's a real thing. Oh. This is the part of the movie where Ed Norton turns into his primal fear character. Yeah,
0: he, he did just pour... I'm talking a story and so much insane shit's happening yeah, on Yeah, I screen. know. This
1: is actually the most interesting part of the movie. Yeah. So Ed Norton goes to Jen Alfman because Jen Alfman's upset because her and Ben Stiller had a huge fight because she's not Jewish. Yeah, okay, that's a Um uh Ben uh, Ed Norton goes to comfort Jen Alfman she start he starts kissing her she has to physically force him off. The mm-hmm, classic then problem. And he thinks that it's because she, he's a priest and then she tells him it's cause I'm with Jake and he's finding out that it's since July and he feels like an idiot
0: I saw him just dump water on his head
1: yeah cause he went like woo it's alive when she said since July
0: now he's just drinking and he's already drunk he got drunk so fast
1: okay so I'll I said it before and I'll say it again Mm. I know that we don't like Edward Norton. Apparently, people say he's hard to work with, him, and I definitely believe them. Yeah. But Selma Hayek is such a lovely woman, and I really enjoy her as a person. And I hear her on a lot of interviews. Yeah. And she has nothing but wonderful things to say about Ed Norton. And she said that he was so supportive of her during when she was making Frida, and he helped write with her. He gave her a lot of support and help, and he didn't take a story by credit.
0: Wow, I, I, you brought that up in the rounders. I one. just
1: find it very special of him.
0: I'm sh- like again, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I'm thinking like him in a relationship and him working are probably different things.
1: Sometimes that's not the case though. I
0: know. Anyway, Is this where the movie started?
1: Yep. Oh. Now the thing about Ed Norton though is I once saw him on a uh, talk show, and they said, "Why did you get into acting?" And he's like, "Oh, for the women." So. Maybe his life is just to meet cute actresses and then he doesn't need to work that much. Who I has hate he dated? This movie. He dated Courtney Love. Why? And he dated Salma Hayek. Yeah, I don't understand why we need to cover. Like, I think he thought he was doing really good acting work here. I'm sorry, it's another holiday all over again When I realize that I don't actually like the movie And you
0: have gotta go somewhere
1: <laughs> And I have to go somewhere
0: <laughs> where, where are we at? What's the time?
1: We're at 2.24 We got about 15 minutes
0: Oh my god How much longer? We got like half an hour
1: It's from here? Yeah I thought we had half an hour from the Jenna Elfman thing.
0: Oh, we did holiday again. And we did
1: holiday again. We can never get through a movie with Eli Rollick in it. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to do a hard stop at 2:45. Like I'm gonna have to like get an Uber.
0: Do I do a hard stop here? I'm hungry. Do you hungry. want to fast
1: forward to the end?
0: Is the end good? I'm not I- drunk. I'm Irish. Finally, we got like a Woody Allen joke in there. I'll tell you this it took, much. It took I'll us tell so you fucking long. At the end. This movie's just starting, if anything.
1: Edward Norton sings, oh "And I'm ready to take a chance again." I remember that part.
0: <laughs> How does this movie end? Like, what happens?
1: What do you think happens?
0: I think she ends up with uh, Ben Stiller. Yeah.
1: So the way that it ends is, uh, she's leaving and he goes after her. They, yeah, this wait. movie really is getting to the more interesting parts now.
0: Yeah, I was gonna like. It's only now just starting. Like, this is like your beginning of Act Two almost. If your focus of the movie is these two. I hate this. It's not like other girls. I hate this movie so much. He's still
1: drunk. He's still drunk.
0: This is my new, this is your new, this is the new worst one you've shown me.
1: Yeah, this is the worst one. This is worse than the holiday. The holiday had great clothes.
0: Because it it went from is complicated to the holiday to now this fucking nightmare. It's complicated.
1: It's a bit of a dissertation and a masterpiece over here. <laughs>
0: in comparison... Just saying words. In comparison, <laughs> it's complicated is... It, it is fucking godfather. In, in comparison, it is I so wish, good. I
1: wish a, I wish a university would recognize my abilities in understanding romantic comedies and, and honor me a master's in it. I feel like if I did do my master's and phd it would be about relationships like is that something i could do
0: i mean there's like
1: behavioral
0: there's like i mean it depends on what lens you're looking through i mean you start talking about like soft sciences now that's where i love a soft science okay that's it's not a sex thing
1: i love a soft penis science
0: (laughs) call your uber (laughs) i hate this movie (laughs) call call your uber because i also want to hear your story
1: (laughs) Alright, I gotta pee. Do you wanna end it here? Yeah,
0: end it here. Let's give up, because we're both out.
1: It's... I'm not against this scene, though. This
0: scene's, yeah. Again, this movie's just starting. You gotta go. It's so pointless.
1: Alright. And then Alex wants to hear a story from me. I like hot gas. Alright, my babies.
0: We fucked it. Whoa! Whoa! This movie gets better.
1: I know. It actually is really fun. The beginning is too long.
0: We're an hour and a half in.
1: No, we did we? Oh, I guess we started at one. I thought we started at twelve forty-five. No, we started. Like,
0: yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, you know, what we talked off the top.
1: Yeah, maybe we that's shouldn't why. have done
0: that. We should have just got into it.
1: We should have talked whilst watching it.
0: Whilst, yeah, because we could have skipped a lot.
1: Yeah. All right, I really do have to pee. Okay, go.
0: so see it. Uh, listen, listen, don't guys. watch this movie. Don't
1: watch this movie. I, I feel so bad. I feel like I didn't do my homework properly when we ended early like this. But I didn't hear any complaints from the holiday.
0: I don't think anyone even. I mean, people, people listen to her. Like, I'm so happy you ended that early. Like, ah, uh, because we were, we were. Final miserable. thoughts.
1: Final thoughts on keeping the faith.
0: Uh, it's only now just beginning. It wishes it was a Woody Island film, but doesn't have the wit to support it. It's directed like a fucking mess, and I don't know why <laughs> he. On. I don't know why he lights it like like he's doing something different. Every single act, it, every single actor of the uh, does a weird pout in this movie like that, they and I really don't know. Do. I don't know why, and uh, 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 it it clearly was made for like $45 million, and- but, this, but the script only needs like half that amount of money so everything you can see this like money on screen but the money's in the actor not in the shot it's insane this is an insane I've never heard movie. Alex
1: talk this long
0: <laughs> this movie is insane okay it's final. got it's, it's, it's got an act zero like it's got like, like the first hour of this movie could well, be lost and we'd have the, the, the exact same movie
1: it, it has the prequel inside of the movie yeah. Yeah. the yeah.
0: first the first hour of this movie doesn't need to be there and on top of that, is, it's got this whole like man of the cloth thing See, this that doesn't movie, make any sense this
1: movie makes me feel like Ed Norton doesn't have friends Bradley Cooper has a lot of friends Yeah, and he showed all his friends the stars board a billion times oh
0: my god if you were at a party with Bradley Cooper at that time it was a nightmare yeah
1: he showed them all a billion times whereas like Ed Norton ugh, this woman has so much museum time <laughs> uh, but that's because Ed Norton loves the museums um Oh my God, they have an Elliot Smith song in this movie. He really was inspired by Matt Damon.
0: Yeah. Um, I love Elliot Smith.
1: I love Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> He's too sexy for me. Um, I you what I was saying, it's not good, guys. I'm so sorry. But I still say watch it. Watch it when you're falling asleep
0: you were saying that Bradley Cooper has a lot of friends
1: oh Bradley Cooper has a lot of friends and he showed it to them over and over again clearly there's no way that Ed Norton showed this to his filmmaking friends and they didn't say edit that part shorten that scene yeah unless there are producers that had their hands in this but in what world do producers want a longer film
0: that's true I think uh, uh, Br- I like the idea of like you, like Bradley Cooper keeps inviting you over for a dinner party you're like I do not want to watch a star is born you
1: act as though that's something that I wouldn't want but first things <laughs> first I'm friends with Bradley Cooper and he keeps inviting me over great
0: second of no, the, then you, he the shows first, me a star is born it's like the third time he's like hey man me and the missus are going to have a barbecue you want to come over you're going to show me a star is born we'll see what happens
1: <laughs> listen 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 do you know that my wife is a supermodel I don't want to get into it she's a Russian supermodel but have you heard of the star is born anyways at the end of the day I think what we learned is um, I should go with my gut and stop forcing Alex to watch things that are personal time movies for me no I
0: like watching your personal time movies but I'm going to hate them oh
1: man now we're missing the heart to heart between him and Milos Forman
0: Milos Forman (laughs) you just show up late so late
1: He's so confused. This is...
0: Well, this is... <laughs> listen. Ed no! Didn't... You can't do this! Klinko.
1: Ed Norton did not make this movie with a time limit where I had to go to therapy for three.
0: No, this... Is, no, you know what I mean? i like, like, you can't just drop Milos Forman in now.
1: He was there at the beginning. I
0: had he was, announced He had two him. fucking lines. And I was like, do you put Milos Forman in for two fucking lines just to do whatever? And all he's doing is setting that there's nothing. There's nothing.
1: Fun fact about Milos Forman in this movie... How, why do you think he's in it? Because he directed Man on the Moon. Ed Norton was dating Courtney Love. Ed Norton felt bad for Milos Forman because as we all saw the Jim Carrey documentary of how Jim Carrey went taught, made Milos Forman go through hell. And so he probably was like, hey, 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 work with me. And that, my dear is Hollywood okay I gotta pee my stomach hurts
0: okay. <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs>
1: thank you so much you guys I just wanna say I'm so sorry you couldn't finish this movie I have a very packed schedule come watch my show on March 15th don't watch Alex's shows because he's too angry. <laughs> no, vote for his IPF.
0: Please, It's not even vote. Just watch it. We've got a prove watch you it. The Don't
1: worry. Next week we're going to do oh, a movie share that we it. Like. Oh,
0: man, if you could share my IPF. Anyone share Alex's share, IPF. Anyone I don't know how this it. works. It I don't so think much. anyone's
1: going to do that, but no. I'm really grateful for you. Okay, bye. Bye.